Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome. Hey, everybody. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we are going to be talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for yeah, Thor Love and Thunder is the new Marvel property uh, directed by Taika Waititi. And this week we are once again joined by Sarah Lar. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. We're talking about Marvel. Marvel. Everyone's favorite, right? The cinematic universe. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, yeah. This is another superhero movie. I say that with disgust. I didn't mean to. I like the movies in general. Um, but this is like the fourth Thor movie. It is. The second from Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok. Uh, the plot is uh, there's a villain. Uh, there's a bunch of bad stuff. Got to do some stuff. And then they do it. I feel like I covered that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? You know... It was better than the first two Thor movies, but it wasn't as good as Ragnarok uh, for me. 100% agree. All right. Well, that's it. That's, that's the pot. It. Uh- <laughs> this is brought to you by DJ Ken. Um, yeah. I, I feel the same way. And it wasn't bad, but like, I guess, you know, you went in with expectations this time because yeah. this was the second one from Taika. Yeah. And I feel like they hit kind of the similar beats. Like mm-hmm. if you liked the uh, recognizable popular rock music from yeah, Ragnarok, right. you will be happy. Yeah, um, Guns and Roses heavy. Guns heavy and on Roses, Guns and Roses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you liked uh, cameos by unexpected yeah. actors, you you'll will, be happy. You'll be happy. Yeah. Um, if you like Chris, Chris Hemsworth doing his thing, yeah. you you will be happy. Yeah. There's some good, there's some good stuff. I feel the same way. I think the funny stuff in this movie is very funny. Mm-hmm. I think generally the, the the stuff that moves the plot along and the and that kind of thing, the serious moments, few as they are, not so great. Not so great. Not so great. And I feel this way about most Marvel movies that there's always this convenient like plot point that a character tells you when it's convenient for them to tell you that yeah. moves something along that we as the audience are just like, we just have to go along yeah. with it. Like yeah. they're like, and this is the way this works yeah. as we've told you before, yeah. but they haven't and they won't. And that's just, you got to go with I it. I will say this, depending on what that, that detail is, I maybe don't want to know. I maybe sometimes I'm glad, like, I, I don't want to know how that device works. I don't know what the science behind it. I just want to, I believe you that it works this way. It's run on clown tears or something. That's yeah. fine. I don't know how that works, but I, I'm fine. okay with just, it. Let's just move it along. But then there's other times where I'm like, yeah, but I, I want to know why the clown tears react <laughs> the way they do in that device. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can go either way on that sometimes. Yeah. Are you uh, Team Hammer or Team Axe? Oh, yeah, that's true. So there is an element in this movie, which we'll get to, uh, where Thor now doesn't have his hammer. He has an axe. And now uh, Jane Foster, who's the new Thor, played by Natalie Portman. The mighty Thor. The mighty Thor, yes. I don't want the comic nerds coming at us. I know. Well, they're going to the other way because I'm not going to say the things right. Uh, (laughs) But she, yes, now she has the hammer. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the hammer is like the traditional one. 
It's got some new features this time. But I do like the axe. I like I do like the idea that the axe's handle is made from a uh, Groot grew oh. the handle in one of the previous films. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to catch up on all the details. I mean, but I've seen this, and this is the thing. Like, <laughs> Marvel movies reward people that are, like, obsessed with Marvel movies. Like, yeah. they reward the the most loyal customers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you're absolutely right. And if you're not, if you're, like, a kind of a, a frequent but not super loyal, sometimes you leave a little confused, and you just kind of are like, well, yeah. Eh. I mean, That's I feel fine. like that element, it, the, they're kind of smart about it because that element of it, you don't need to know that it was Groot's arm that yeah. grew it because they needed to make a handle for it real quick. Uh, but if you do know it, yeah, it's a little it's fun. It's a little, little nugget. Tidbit, yeah. it's, you can relish in the fact that you noticed it no one else did. <laughs> yeah. So you have to appeal to like the super nerds and just the normal nerds, which is all of us. <laughs> Everyone oh. is one level of nerd or another. <laughs> and stick around. We're going to talk about this more when we get back. Don't stress about that car you don't need. Embrace the lazy days of summer by donating it to Radio Milwaukee. We accept many kinds of vehicle donations, including cars, trucks, motorcycles, and even RVs. Pickup is free, and you could get a tax deduction. Donate your vehicle now, and then kick back and enjoy the great music and stories you help to support. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to start your donation today. All right, and now we are back. Hello. Hi. We're talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Which, uh, I, you can't not say that title that I know, way. I it's dare like you. a very much a Sunday, try Sunday, to say Sunday. It, try to say it in like an NPR way. Oh, yeah. Um, here we're back with uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, that was I good. I got real close to the mic. I hope that worked out. Uh, <laughs> the NPR way. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, here's what one of the one of the first things I liked about this movie is that all of the credits were in metal fonts, yep. like metal band fonts. I like that, and immediately they show off some really incredible art direction. Like the sets, the costumes are really bright, and you know it's going to be like a fun and funny, funny movie. That one I, I was struck right away by that, and then I believe the intro though is. The making of the villain, essentially, right? Yeah, which was convenient for me because sometimes yeah. in Marvel movies, it's a villain that is from a previous movie right. and you have to remember why you don't like him. Yeah. This one I like because they told me why I shouldn't like him right <laughs> yeah, at the beginning. They sure did. Um, and so that was nice. That was convenient for me. But then they turn him into like discount Voldemort, which. Oh, yeah, that's I, a good point. I, I wasn't on board with that. I would say that. If that villain, which is played by Christian Bale. Yes, which I didn't realize. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't see him in there? No, That's understandable. Yeah. They do make him make him up pretty good. Yeah, they do. He has a nose, though, for those wonders. <laughs> yeah, he's in he <laughs> uh, he If he was in a genuinely scary movie or a darker superhero film, I think he would have been a great villain. I think he was a good villain. His performance I liked. But it didn't seem to fit the movie in parts. No, I, I yeah. found the plot pretty disjointed. Like, yeah, and and they bring back Natalie Portman, which for like Thor right. fans, it has to be like a big win, right? Yeah. Like she's a big character, but I feel like they didn't really maximize her. I agree. Like, yeah, I agree. And you know, they introduce like her main conflict, which we won't talk about because yeah. is and and then they just move really quickly with her. Yeah, and I was left being like, huh. 
Yeah. We just, we're only sure we can afford her for a certain time or I, know. I don't know, you know. And the way that they introduce the villain is pretty much like, and I, I'm just going to make up a scenario so I don't spoil anything. It's like, oh, this, I'm going to stick with clowns. <laughs> this clown Good. killed my family. Now I don't like clowns. I'm going to get all the clowns. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, that's oh, it. All right. And now I can. I'm really good at killing clowns now. Because of this convenient weapon that I yeah, magically have. Right. It was all very quick mm-hmm. how they established him and his motivation. I feel like most Marvel movies, you know how they're like three hours uh, sometimes? Mm-hmm. This one was only two. A tight two hours <laughs> and one minute. I was still checking my watch a little bit, though. But because they didn't draw it out, you didn't have the time to like, oh, you can't really develop this that fast and then go into all the fun, funny stuff. Yeah, but other movies do it all the time, Christopher. Yeah, I you guess know? So. Like I think what Marvel's problem is right now is they have such a bloated character repertoire yeah, that you like you want to fit everything. You in. got yeah. So so the Guardians of the Galaxy are in the first part of the movie because that's where we oh, left yeah, yeah. Thor is with the Guardians and then they have to deal with Thor was quote unquote fat Thor and then yeah. Thor's transformation. If you were hoping for more Fat Thor, folks, sorry, he disappears yeah. pretty quickly. They so they do a, they do a bit of a montage to show him in there, which for some reason I was delighted by. Because <laughs> it wasn't really a montage; like they clearly like put him in some prosthetics and then they took them off yeah, of him. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, they show him working out. They yeah. kind of give it because uh, Groot, the character of Groot, who I mean, not Groot, uh, Drax, Drax, he acts occasionally as a narrator to fill you in on stuff that has happened before, which is a very fun device they use. And they do, he goes, he went from dad bod to God bod or something like that. Yeah, that was cute. It was cute. But yeah, they kind of give you a bit of the backstory that way. But that's like 20 minutes and Chris Pratt is in it. And I find his acting abysmal. Challenging. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a challenging actor. So that scene where like Chris Pratt's trying to give him some advice and it's definitely supposed to be like an emotional moment like to set Thor off on his journey. I'm like, will you shut up, man? Like, Here's the best thing about that scene to me is that you have Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth both trying to be funny and the person who's not known for being funny is funnier. Chris Hemsworth is really funny in that mm-hmm. scene because he wants him to look at him as like uh, like the leader figure. And so he says – he Chris Pratt is talking about the people you love and Chris Hemsworth keeps trying to put his face in his eye line to mm-hmm. be like, you're talking about me. Yeah. Like I am – what I, one of – and I've known this since the last movie. But it's again interesting to see that Chris Hemsworth, which is the maybe the most unfair thing in the universe, is also very funny. He is. He is. Yeah. Life's he's not good. fair. No. Life's not fair. He's uh he's uh, but but he's ugly. And that's the great thing. That's the thing that makes me feel better. He's, he's uh disgusting. horribly unattractive. He's a disgusting yeah. Vision. yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he's very funny and in those scenes are rushed. They try to fit a lot of fun jokes in it. That's the thing. Again, I think the funny stuff in this movie is really funny. Uh, and the whimsy and stuff is too. And that's the bulk of it. So good for you. Good for you. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the serious stuff and then the plot are kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very short road we're traveling with <laughs> lots of joke pit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, like try to cram in a lot. Yes. Uh, Did you like the funny stuff? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. the funny stuff was funny. And I know we talked about like— Which is good for funny stuff. It's, it's if good. If you're funny stuff, yeah. you should be funny. You should be funny. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Uh, I know we t- 
talked about uh, uh, our like cameos earlier in in the pod. Mm-hmm. One thing that was maybe a lesser known cameo. Did you see those like Thor mini movies where like Thor play like had a roommate from Earth? No, no. So then you probably didn't get. Oh. No. Oh, wonderful. Wow, Tell I'm me. pushing on my glasses right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of the super nerds. So <laughs> they they put out these like five minute mini Thor movies, and they did. They did three of them, two with Chris Hemsworth and then one with Jeff Goldblum. And two, <laughs> oh, the two of, and they played these. I know this because I saw this at the Avalon, and they played them before the movie, oh, which that's is brilliant. It's very brilliant. Oh, that's um, good. But Thor, you know, had a, was living on Earth with a roommate whose name was Daryl. Daryl here is helping me craft an electronic letter. I'm writing to Captain America and Iron Man. There seems to be something very intense going on between them, and I want to offer my help, my services. Dear Tony Stark. How's it going? I heard you and Captain America were having some relationship problems. Dear Steve Rogers. <laughs> and and Daryl is just a regular guy. Yeah. And Thor is trying to like make Daryl a part of his gang. And it's just basically showing, you know, the typical antics that you you could anticipate. But Daryl was in the movie. Was he? Where was yeah, he? He was a he was a uh, staff member in New As- Asgard. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like telling Thor's tale. He was the guy oh, describing the hammer at one yeah. point. When the hammer's in that little and globe that's thing. Right. Okay. That was Daryl. And I, that was delightful. That to me. is really good. Well, then you got one of the deep cuts. Yeah. Well, we can talk about this briefly. Are you a, a pro or, or or con on Marvel? I used to keep up with it all. Yeah. Oh, but really? But then they lost me. Oh, really? And they lost me with like the fact that I now have to watch TV shows. Oh, too. sure. Yeah. And there's too many superheroes, and yeah. some I don't like. Doctor Strange, no. Yeah. Don't need it. The Multiverse of Madness, no that was real thank bad. you. Yeah, I don't I need it. We just have one universe and it's already mad. We don't need a multiverse. Yeah. Um, so now I'm more self selective, you know? Like yeah. you know, my my eyeballs, uh, my choice. Uh, and- That's good. So you're so you're not against you're not like uh ah, Marvel movies are dumb. You're into some of them. Yeah. But you don't need to take I, in the whole lot. I yeah. And it's it's gotten too it's gotten too complicated yeah. for me. And I get it. I mean, what, what about you? I here's the thing: is that I I like big actiony fun movies just as much as I like a little arty indie movie. But when I was 13 or so, I was really into comics when I was a kid, and so 13 year old me is a, delighted that all these things I was familiar with and loved then are given this budget these days. Mm-hmm. So I cannot miss one. Like I I, I can't. I won't see them all in the theater necessarily. It's not like I have to be there opening day. I'm not super nerdy about it. But I mean if you are super nerdy about it, God bless. No no shame. <laughs> uh sometimes I'll just like that one I'm clearly gonna wait. I wait, you know, Morbius, I did watch it. I think we did I think that's our second to last show. Yeah, I think I did watch it, uh, but it's it's I knew it was gonna be bad. So I, I, I have to see them all, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna see them all like first thing. That's that's fair. And it's it is interesting. I think I think the model for what they're doing is really smart and interesting. It's annoyingly smart. Yeah. And that's <laughs> <laughs> No, it works. 
And I'm like, you're not going to catch me in your web, Marvel. Yeah. You know, you won't <laughs> no. have me for 15 hours a week. You, I, yeah, that's the thing. The, the shows, I will say this, I'm not as, uh, as adherent mm-hmm. to all the shows. I've heard the shows are pretty good, though. And Some that, are. like, yeah. sometimes the show serves a character better than a movie because yeah. you get to know, like, a character better. Um, I've heard WandaVision is very good. See, that's what I've never seen. Mm. I saw the first episode, I was a little confused and I stopped. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the story of America. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand it. I give up. Um, but one of my favorites from the last few years that didn't do that well was Hawkeye, the TV show Hawkeye. Oh, I didn't see it. It is really, really good. It is kind of funny. I actually do remember reading the com- this comic series that this was based on, mm-hmm. which was a f- mostly kind of funny. And it shows him outside of that Avengers world and something a little bit more day-to-day, kind of more street-level superhero-y. Um, Which but, is kind of where they were leaning with his character by the yeah. time he, like, stepped out of the the universe, yeah. too. I think the last time we saw him, he was at, like, his house or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they had to go visit him there and try to bring him back. And yeah. No, but I, the Hawkeye one was really good. I tried to watch Moon Knight, and I was kind of excited about it because I didn't know much about that character, and I was like, meh, it's all right. Ms. Marvel, I think, is really good and a really interesting uh, uh, character to do because that's a newer character, Ooh. like from the last few years, I think. And that one also is very different than the other ones. So I, I do like some of it, but yeah, it is hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. And your knowledge is so high that I'm like looking at you right now and I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know I what follow up questions to ask here. It's, <laughs> I feel like if you're if you know a lot about Marvel movies, you you still can be called a dummy. Like that, it's. I feel like it's not hard. Them's the rules. <laughs> yeah, it does. That doesn't mean you're a smart person, if I, by any means. Uh, oh. But I will say, going back to Thor, I had a lot of expectations because I love Taika Waititi so much, yes. and I love the last one. I think Ragnarok is maybe my favorite of the Marvel movies. Yes, yeah, I yeah. I saw both of. Well, we talked about Marcel the Shell last week on the yeah. pod, and I saw Thor, and I saw them on the same day. Oh wow! And I saw Thor second because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna like Thor so much. I loved Ragnarok. Yeah, I, yeah. I left that being like, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is you know the new standard. Yeah, and and this this was good, but it yeah. wasn't any any particular uh, standard. Did yeah. you stay? You obviously stayed for the two the two credit scenes, which I don't think we should talk about. No, here. we want, we don't have to talk about those. But I will say this after the show, I'm gonna need you to tell me what the very last one was. Because I was just, I really wanted to eat. <laughs> so I only watched. You didn't see the last one? No, I only saw the one, uh, the, the one that's right after the first set of credits. Okay. Stay for both yeah. listeners. Yeah. Don't do what I did. Mm-hmm. Unless you're hungry, then do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, because uh, if you don't, you can just uh, email Sarah Lar and she <laughs> will tell you exactly what happened. Um. Anything else about Thor you'd like to talk about? Um, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. I, th- I think see it if you want to see it. See it and it won't be the worst Marvel movie you've no, seen. No, it won't. And it's- there'll be plenty of entertaining things in it. Mm-hmm. Overall, will it be a perfect movie? No. No. But, Taika but what Waititi, is perfection? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, w- I suggest you see Taika Waititi's other movies and shows. He's very funny and he makes some really, really good stuff. Uh, did he do Hunt of the Wilder People? Is that him? I don't know. I it's I I just attribute any good movie that came from New Zealand to be his. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, that's a brilliant movie. And then Boy is another film of his that was great. Obviously, he did the Oscar-nominated film with Scarlett Johansson. I'm stalling because the name is escaping me. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo yes. Rabbit. Oh, that was so good. That was a brilliant movie, too. So, yeah, he's. He, I'm excited for him to do... Uh, something outside of Thor now, but he did in in my mind make the best Thor movie, and this was not it. <laughs> it was the it was the other one. <laughs> All right, it's time for what else have you been watching? What else? I went first last time, so you gotta go first this time. Ugh. On Sundays are kind of our movie nights before yeah. we get back into the week, so we watched Spider Head on Netflix. Oh yeah, you, also Chris Hemsworth, right? Ken, yes, Chris also Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. which is why I'm talking about it now. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> realized that, and this is all intentional. Oh, perfect plan, perfect indeed. Plan. Um, but that movie is a lot. Do you is are it? you familiar with with the plot at all? I'm not really. I know it's a filmmaker that I was interested in for a second. I'm going to look that up right now. The trailer, I will say, like Netflix does this, in my opinion, annoying thing where they start playing you a trailer if you linger oh, I know for yeah. too long. And, yeah. and they get me almost every time. So I guess maybe good for them. But we saw this, tr- we saw the trailer for this and Chris Hemsworth is basically like he plays this evil scientist kind of that's in, in this overlooking box that's uh, and there are people that participate in like basically a trial drug that alters your mood and your yeah. senses. And he kind of sits above and watches you. Okay. Yeah. And that sounds familiar. These people are participating because they have committed a crime. And this is an alternate sentence. Rather than being in jail, they are doing this oh, okay. instead. So there's. It's an interesting premise. It's an interesting premise. And I would say the first, you know, 30 minutes of the movie are very compelling. And then you kind of wait for it to go somewhere and it doesn't. Oh, really? But maybe, maybe you'll like it. You know, this is just my opinion and it's not the law as we mentioned last week. (laughs) That's true. uh, It's not the law. (laughs) But Spiderhead with also with Chris Hemsworth, he keeps his shirt on more than he does in Thor. So if you're just in it for the bot, this movie (laughs) will not be for you. This is not for you. He wears bulky sweaters. (laughs) I knew there was some, someone attached to this that I thought I gave me hope for Spiderhead. And the writer of Spiderhead also wrote Zombieland. Oh. Which is a movie I really like. He also wrote both Deadpool movies, which I also really like. And please judge me, judge me if you want. Feel free to judge me. No, but he's also wrote written GI Joe Retribution, so he's kind of all over the place. <laughs> there's ups. There's so downs. yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, I knew there was something about that that made me perked my interest yeah. a little bit. It's on Netflix, ninety minutes. Watch it. Well, it sounds good. What about you? Um, what have I been watching? I watched a movie. Here's at my house right now. We don't, I don't get a lot of chance. I'm not blaming anyone in particular in my house, but wow. I don't get a chance to watch like an older movie very often or like a, like an indie, like this little, I don't know. I just, a lot of horror movies are played in my house, whether I want to or not. <laughs> Because the rule that someone set is if it's nighttime, it's time for a thriller or a horror movie. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I fight against it, and sometimes I win. But whenever I suggest we watch an older movie, I get like like a shrug of a shoulder. But I did watch – I won the battle – this one time. So I went back and watched. I thought that was the name of the movie. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it down. I won the battle this one. <laughs> time. 
Uh, a John Sturgis film, film. It's like a late era noir movie, film noir movie from 1955 called Bad Day at Black Rock, mm. which is a classic. And it is really great. It's with Spencer Tracy. And he, it's starts out, it's got such a strange tone because you don't know what's happening for a while, but you know something's up because everyone's acting really weird. Uh, Jen, <laughs> that's, that think, is such a good setup. It's really like if someone said that to me, I know nothing about the plot yet, but I'm still on board. Yes. But Spencer Tracy shows up in this very tiny town. And the moment he steps off the train, everyone is staring at him like, what are you doing here? But no one knows who he is. They're just so surprised that anyone is there. <laughs> and he gets pushback from being there almost immediately. And the whole time I'm like, what is happening in this town? It's just a guy who shows up. Are people not allowed in your town? What's happening? But then you, this mystery unfolds about somebody who he's there looking for. And everyone is very upset that he's there looking for somebody. Wow. Yeah. It's got a, such a strange tone for a movie from that era that I was like really into it. Uh, but yeah, after it was all said and done, it was Brilliant. It was really good. And Spencer Tracy, who I don't think I've seen enough of his movies, uh, but I really like him. I need to see more by him. Wow. But yeah, Bad Day at Black Rock by John Sturgis in 1955. Highly recommend. You won the battle. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note. Um, so Cinnabuds is produced by the legendary DJ Kenny Perez. <laughs> And the theme song for Cinnabuds is done by Milwaukee musician Brett Duske. Yay. We're cheering for everybody today. I know. Uh, support is also given to us from our members here at Radio Milwaukee and also Milwaukee Film. Thank Thanks. you, everybody. And finally, please like Share, subscribe to Cinebuds anywhere you listen to podcasts, or you can go to radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts and see our whole back catalog. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Cinebuds Podcast. It's fun to follow us on Cinebuds because we will announce our next show on there a lot, with the, and we'll do a little fun uh, like a poll once in a while, get some feedback, you can talk with us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, thanks so much for watching. And thank you, Sarah, once again for being my Cinnabud this week. Oh, it's been a delight. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all soon.